0: hat. In each episode, we're gonna recap It's Sailing All, Blue with and Matt.
1: Sailing All Blue with Xander and Matt
0: Welcome to Sailing All Blue, the podcast where we are setting sail into the world of One Piece My name is Xander and here with me is Battle Matt
1: Matt, how are you doing? Ahoy there, we are... We're doing just fine on this uh, lovely evening or morning, wherever and whenever you are. This goes out to you. (laughs) 4 a.m. radio station. Let's go. Madden Xander in the morning.
0: (laughs) God damn it. Nights. Uh, But Matt, are you ready? Are you
1: excited Uh, for for which chapters are, are we covering again? Chapters 352 to 360. We are, we are here for, it's, it's here, it's here, sad Frankie backstory. I'm gonna cry. (laughs) It's not, it's neither the longest nor the saddest of the backstories.
0: It isn't, but it it still hits my heart.
1: It at least reverses the trend of these things getting... exponentially longer and sadder (laughs) nice to buck that trend
0: uh just just wait we we have more tragic backstories for straw hats both current and future so stay tuned for those
1: well i (laughs) guess uh when there's when you just have a certain quota of suffering per volume (laughs) but uh where did we leave off where we left off was we had uh cp9 which is like mi6 for the world government Going after the Straw Hats. Well, not really the Straw Hats. They're actually going after Cuddy Flam, who is now Frankie, and the Blueprints to the Pluton. Meanwhile, Frankie and Usopp are having, like, a great time just chilling. Uh, And the rest of the Straw Hats are, like, maybe dead. Who knows? So, like, that's fine. They'll be fine. It's fine. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. We also skipped completely Gadatsu's uh, hot springs adventure, which has uh, now wrapped up. Oh, Do you want to talk about it? I'll be honest. Not really. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All we know is that Gadatsu had a hot spring adventure. Uh, will it come back in the play? Uh, stay tuned. We'll find out.
1: Like he he digs a tunnel to Alabasta and we get to see that everyone's doing pretty fine over there. And we also kind of get confirmation that Enaru went to the moon alone. So, like, that's fine.
0: Yeah, Aniru's on the
1: moon!
0: Let's go! He made it! People can breathe in space, confirmed.
1: I mean, we we at least know he didn't take the vassals with him. So, very sad. I mean, was he, was he ever?
0: <laughs> oh, wait, Satori!
1: Our boy! <laughs> yeah, they, they kind of forgot about Satori. and fucking hell. <laughs> I mean, everyone forgot about Satori. He even was like, we even left him... Just unconscious for days on Skypea, even. He's probably dead. <laughs> He's probably he probably got ate by the snake. Yeah, he probably got eaten by the snake, and that's why uh he never got brought back up again. Like even <laughs> after everyone like slept for a week. They got reverse pelled, they actually died. <laughs> yeah, reverse pelled, so Tori never shows up again. But yeah, so so that's the end of that. We're back to uh we're back to cool just like cover art for chapters. Cool cover art,
0: which uh, it's just people riding giant chickens, which is so good, or giant roosters,
1: <laughs> so good. Well, there's another one where like choppers like doing judo with like a bear or something. <laughs> there's there's a lot of just fun little ones, yeah. But the actual content of the chapters is again we have Usopp and Frankie like chilling with the Square Sisters in the warehouse under the bridge, and oh hey, there's guests at the door, and Frankie and the Square Sisters are like oh yeah. We told our our minions to go around and tell uh tell the town that we've captured the straw hat Usopp and straw hats need to come to the the warehouse to pick him up. <laughs> we got your guy. We, we got, got your shit. We got your dude. Usopp presses X to doubt. Like I'm I'm not in the crew. I don't think they're coming. It's like ah who knows. And when the girls go to get the door, uh Frankie tells Usopp he he should go back to the straw hats and then their argument. Kind of about what to do with Mary continues from that. But again, before we can resolve what to do about Mary, uh, the sisters get thrown into the middle of the room as CP9 just like barge in. Frankie is pretty shocked to see Bluno because, you know, he saw Bluno earlier that day and now he's in like a black cat suit. Uh, just, like, throwing down.
0: <laughs> so,
1: uh, Frankie, Frankie attacks him, and Bluto's like, Iron body, bitch. So, Lucci, who is still enjoying his new ability to talk and give exposition, <laughs> explains, again, like, he tells everyone, like, he explains, We're with the government. We know you're Cuddy Flam. We killed Iceberg. Give us the plans.
0: Give us the plans. You know, maybe that's why he, he didn't talk, is it because like, he just can't help but just tell everybody like what's up
1: that is literally the next line in my notes <laughs> is, is i wonder if the reason he wasn't allowed to talk while they were undercover is because he would have blabbed everything I- like, i'm convinced now that's why he wasn't allowed to talk <laughs> absolutely that's that has to be the canon that is now our canon it's it's our <laughs> canon the luchi wasn't allowed to talk because by god can he not keep it shut
0: my god is he just exposition villain dialogue <laughs> or diatribe much a uh, monologue. Monologue. Thank
1: you. Yeah, he he would like he would just be like buying groceries and be like, "I'm a member of a secret government unit that's not <laughs> supposed to exist."
0: That's that's why he's got the bird, the pigeon. Yeah.
1: Well, remember, it was <laughs> ventriloquism on the pigeon that was how he was talking. I guess it. He had to like context switch. To not be blabbing.
0: Yeah, he had the he had, he was really good at role playing. You just can't role play like themselves. So they have to like role play at someone else through someone else.
1: Anyway, uh, <laughs> Frankie tries to rocket punch him and Lucci just like shaves right past it and does, you know, his own impression of a gum gum rocket on Frankie's face. <laughs> like he, he's actually drawn like very stretchy. Anyway, they they bust through a wall and find this old drafting room complete with a picture of. Of a young Granny Kokoro, Tom, a young Iceberg, and a young Frankie. Yeah, and a weird little frog guy in the back. Yeah. I don't want to talk about him. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So uh, Califa wraps Frankie in her Vine Whip, and they start interrogating him. They're like, you stand accused of committing a crime, just like Tom was. And uh, Frankie protests Tom's innocence, uh, though not his own. And it begins the Sad Frankie Backstory.
0: The Sad Frankie Backstory. We gotta have it. <sighs>
1: yeah. It's it's one of my uh, favorite
0: backstories. Granted, I love every Straw Hats backstory. Uh, they're all my favorite.
1: Yeah. So uh, we start off with a 12-year-old Frankie uh, piloting his ship, the Battle Frankie 8, against a Neptunian. Uh, But, you know, failure uh, doesn't work. It's a Neptunian. You dumb shit. (laughs) So he gets chewed out by a 16 year old iceberg who tells him to stop leaving his uh, scrap lying around. And then Tom and like he like messes with some ship uh, in the fighting. Tom, a fisherman, comes by and tosses the new ship back into the sea and he's joined by his pet frog, Yokozuna, who, again, we don't want to talk about. I said <laughs> it when he showed up at the beginning of Water 7. I really hope he's not a thing. <laughs> and they're a thing. I, can this be the end? Can it just be like, oh, hey, we're explaining why there was a frog attacking the train and now we don't need to deal with it again? Because that's where I'm going to hope that that is. So anyway, uh, he says his catchphrase that uh, whatever you do, you do it with a Boom. Which I am already tired of. Do it with
0: a boom. Boom and Tom.
1: Puff out your chest and give a boom. Yeah, okay. Cool. He's a puffer fish man. Which, yeah, (laughs) like he, this is the first time in a while we've seen a fish man. It is.
0: Very cool. I love uh, Tom's design big, big round upper body, tiny little legs. Easy little legs. Tiny little legs.
1: I think (laughs) it's also the first time we've seen one on the Grand Line right oh no 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 no, no. uh the davy back fight the davy back fight
0: oh yeah 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 we we had some in uh um Foxy's crew
1: yeah we had some in Foxy's crew but that's still like this saga like there weren't like any in like the any of the baroque work stuff and obviously there were no fishmen on skypea but it's it's interesting that we're seeing them pop back up why,
0: why were there no uh skyfish fish people because maybe <laughs> sky fish
1: people and not fish people duh but yeah it's it's it, it goes back into the whole feeling of like Alabasta and Sky were like veering off to the left, and this feels like a continuation of the One Piece that started in in East Blue, because we're we're keeping like this the, all those trappings of the world. Yeah. Um. Uh, but anyway, uh, we go to the company. The company all eating dinner together, served by the hot secretary Kokoro, who uh is complaining about how there's so many pirates around. Out the pirate king was executed. Uh, and Frankie remembers, hey, Tom, didn't you build the best pirate ship ever? Can I see the blueprints? And Tom's like, oh, silly kid. There's no such thing as blueprints for a pirate ship. Only blueprints for ships. <laughs> yeah, it's just a ship. <laughs> yeah. Remember, kids, uh, guns don't kill people. I kill people with guns. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh there, Mr. Uh Tom is actually working really hard on a blueprint for a sea train, uh, which he thinks is the island's last hope. Unfortunately, Mr. Tom gets put on trial for the creation of the Oro Jackson, which, surprise, surprise, was the pirate ship used by Gold Roger. We got the we got their ship's name. We did. We get the ship name. The Gold Jackson. The Gold Jackson. Oro, because Oro (laughs) is golden Italian.
0: Uh, Doesn't the first movie come back?
1: (laughs) It all comes back to gold. gold it all comes like, back to gold. I like gold. Yeah, he's he's going to be sent to Ein's Lobby to be executed. So uh, Tom uh, barters the design of the C-Train, uh, agreeing to build it for the government in exchange for a pardon. He just has to add a line to Ainz uh, Lobby on top of his existing lines that he was planning. And, you know, it's like jokes on them. He'd been wanting to build it to save Water 7 anyway. Now he just gets government funding and a pardon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he, he, he's got it. He did it with a boom.
1: It's, it's like the government easily could have just confiscated those designs, given it to one of the other shipbuilders and just gone from there. But could anybody else but Tom do it? Um, maybe. Anyway, uh, Frankie's upset that Tom's being punished for building an awesome ship that circled the Grand Line. That's an important note that the Oro Jackson is one of the only ships that circled the Grand Line.
0: Yeah, uh, I think we know that Roger, who we now know is Gold D. Roger was the only one to get to the end of the Grand Line. It only said Gold
1: Roger in this.
0: No, oh, yeah, yes. But we know as readers because of Skypia. Yeah, Yeah, we know. We know. Yeah. But like we already knew that Roger got to the end of the Grand Line was the only one to do it and obviously had yeah. to come back because he he it got executed at logetown yeah but now we know not only that it was done with one ship which we've already seen how how hard it is with like with one ship right we've seen the damage the mary is suffering or has suffered so impressive ship i mean Krieg had like 40 ships and he and couldn't he got do it four. <laughs> like he he came back with like half a ship yeah <laughs> and even that one got destroyed <laughs>
1: <laughs> but his wasn't made by the guy who happens to have the designs to Pluton. The best ship ever. Yeah.
0: I I'm always curious. Um, but we'll we'll get to it. We'll get to my my thoughts at the end of this reading with uh with yeah. Pluton.
1: But yeah, um like the now the townspeople are all mean to Tom, even though he basically is got is got like free government funding to save them. Iceberg tells Tom that we should toss out Frankie. And we get an even sadder Frankie backstory from Tom about how he found him as a kid on Scrapheat Island, building a cannon after his pirate parents abandoned him.
0: Womp womp womp.
1: We do like so who abandoned him? Who knows? Who
0: knows? Uh, I'm I hope we get like an answer, like even if it's just doing SBS, um, because it would just be interesting to know. But like, will we will we find out like in the main story? I'm very curious. We have we have no idea who Frankie's parents are, but uh. Uh, they're probably not important.
1: Narratively would be cool if they were actually on uh, on Roger's ship. But eh.
0: I don't know if the timeline would match
1: up. Well, it's like they dump him off. They dump him off at Water 7 and they pick up the Oro Jackson. Oh, no, no. He gets thrown. Off, no, he gets thrown off. And he washes up there. So, yeah. 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 So anyway, uh, we get this montage of Iceberg doing all of the work on the train while Frankie builds more Battle Frankies. Like, it's it's almost a comical because we have, I think, at least three pages of this of just montage, and and Frankie doesn't do a single thing for the sea train No, he, he keeps making Battle Frankies. He keeps exploding
0: himself, getting, like, wrapped up and healed by Kokoro. And uh, Tom and Iceberg are, like, putting the ship together, or putting the train together.
1: Yeah, it's it's almost comical how little work he does. So anyway, uh, 10 years later and 12 years before today, uh, the C train is complete and Kokoro is its first conductor. So unfortunately, we have Spandam, the CP5 chief officer, show up to talk to Tom just as Frankie comes back with the victory over Neptunian with Battle Frankie number 35. Uh, unfortunately, a stray shot hits Spandam, who appears to be just accent prone in general. Yeah, he is. He is upset at this. But anyway, uh, he he pulls Tom. He pulls in Tom. Uh, talk to him, you know, one on one. asks, OK, where are the blueprints for the Pluton? And Tom's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And Spandam tries to use Tom's past crimes as leverage. But Tom goes like, what do you mean? I have the train. I'm going to be pardoned. Like, you need to get your shit together. (laughs) So uh, Spandom gets permission from the five elders to get more agents on the case because it's very important to get the plans for Pluton. Uh, Meanwhile, while he's doing that, Tom entrusts the blueprints to Iceberg with Frankie there and uh, also tells them both about Robin, who worries him Uh, because we see uh, the wanted poster for Robin.
0: Yeah, which still ridiculously high bounty for a child.
1: I mean, if she could reactivate the weapons, like Iceberg was willing to kill to throw everything away to kill her. So yeah. Uh, anyway, the day ta- the day of Tom's trial arrives for him to be pardoned, uh, and the judicial ship arrives, but kaboom! The the ship and Water Seven are attacked by the fleet of old discarded battle Frankies, and Frankie, who's in the middle of town. Is very confused by this, like, I'm not piloting those. So uh, the CP five agents are the ones piloting them and they jump overboard uh, and swim away as Tom shipbuilders get there, which frames them. So uh, Iceberg hits Frankie, uh, blaming him for leaving his junk around as why now people are hurt. Tom's got like a harpoon in his chest like things are not good. And Frankie tries to disown his ships to the judge, like they were. It's not mine. Someone stole them. But Tom Smackson is like, you never say that. You never say it's not your ship when you built it. And he, you know, pulls his harpoon out of his chest, does his catchphrase, and then Tom starts beating the shit out of Spandum, who this whole time has been egging things on with the uh, official like an asshole. So because he's a salty government agent, the Marines shoot him. And but he's like proper fish man. Like, that's not enough to kill him. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He's strong. He's strong Fishman.
1: Yeah. Fish fishman supremacy or whatever <laughs> Along was saying. God damn it. So anyway, Tom Tom is like, so I claim responsibility for building Roger's ship. Uh, but like, can I still use my get out of jail free card? And they're like, sure. It's like, OK, we're going to pardon this crime today. And I'm just going to still take the rap for building Roger's ship. And that gets, you know, Cuddy, Flam and Iceberg off the hook. Uh, so Tom sends to go to ein's Lobby, uh, the judicial island that no criminal has returned alive from. Uh, so Frankie beats Spandam's face in with a with a pipe and then runs away. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess he just doesn't get in trouble for that. I don't know. Well, Cuddy
0: Flam uh, dies, so it's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, So Spandam's like on the train, like cursing him, like holding stuff over his face, cursing him. When all of a sudden on the tracks, Frankie shows up and he's got like a like a giant like shoulder cannonball launcher bazooka. He's going to finish the job. But uh, Iceberg and Tom did too good of a job on the train. And, you know, maybe if if Frankie worked on the train He'd have known how to stop it, but he didn't because he's lazy.
0: Oh, full circle, Oda.
1: So, yeah, it it does it does fucking nothing to it. It's an armored train meant to resist Neptunians. So he tries to, like, fight the train and it's like, you can't fight train stupid. What you, you were going to suplex a train. <laughs> he's
0: going to suplex a train. If Tom could, like, suplex a ship back into the water, why can't? Uh, Cuddy Flam, a.k.a. Frankie Flip-A-Train going full speed, Adam. It's
1: a Final Fantasy reference. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Suplex a ghost train. Anyway, Frankie, you know, quote dies, but we also uh, as he's dying, we get his dream. He wants to build a ship that can sail to the ends of the world with pride. So ah, uh, he's he's got a dream. And this is like if you didn't know that Frankie was going to join the crew, him saying a dream is your sign he's gonna join the crew
0: (laughs) (laughs) and where does frankie wash up onto scrap heap island i think no he no he's somewhere so a ship floats near him just this abandoned ship that's in disrepair full of like just uh metal pipes weird uh metal stuff it's 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 a strange ship it's definitely like in terrible condition but it's an abandoned ship he he lands on so it's not Junkie Python.
1: It's a it's a ship.
0: Uh Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A very important ship uh, that we'll come to yeah. later.
1: Nobody's here. It's all abandoned. He's like, yeah, he's like missing an arm. He's like really beat up. Meanwhile, Iceberg is like, yeah, all of them were fucking dumb. I'm going to change this town. And Kokoro just starts drinking because alcoholism. So anyway, four years later, uh, during his mayoral run, Iceberg's new secretary, Khalifa, says he has a visitor named Cuddy Flam. And Iceberg's like, nope, don't want to see him. Uh, but then later meets him at the warehouse like one on one. And uh, Cuddy Flam, who uh, says he's transformed himself using metal. And anyway, that's how I survived. So uh, the two get into an argument immediately And Iceberg's like, I'll never forgive you. However, he's still willing to give Cuddy Flam the Pluton blueprints, telling him uh, to abandon the name Cuddy Flam and hide with the blueprints because the government officially says Cuddy Flam's dead. They can't destroy them in case Nico Robin activates the Pluton. So that's their their reasoning for not destroying these, is because uh, Robin or someone else could still activate Pluton. Yeah. And I mean, we saw like literally two two sagas ago someone was trying to do that crocodile
0: yeah with robin
1: oddly enough (laughs) yeah with robin man it's like they were justified Um. (laughs) oh no like, imagine if Luffy hadn't been there and Crocodile had been able to force it out of Robin. But
0: I don't I think Robin Robin's like way tougher than Crocodile. Uh, And she like she lied. She She didn't know she was going to like go on uh, Luffy's crew. Yeah. She didn't know Luffy would win. She lied like before the final uh Crocodile fight with Luffy.
1: Yeah. But like if, if Luffy didn't come to save her, like Crocodile could have beat, could have forced it out of her eh. for her dream. She, she's shown she's willing to do anything for her dream. Although we'll get to that later. So anyway, it ends with Iceberg actually like breaking down crying. It's like, even though he can't forgive him, he's still just really glad you're alive, Frankie. Yeah. So that's. Yeah. Oh,
0: it's so good.
1: So, yeah. Back in the present, uh, Luchio is going to take Frankie to Ainz Lobby as a criminal where uh, we'll just torture this out of you. Like, that's how we'll get the Pluton blueprints. Easy peasy. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Which kind of begs the question of why didn't that happen with Tom? Um stay tuned or stay
0: tuned now i i think it's mostly probably because like that's a pretty fucked up uh thing um but i'm curious when cp9 was established was it established after tom or before tom it's like well
1: it it we're about to find out it really doesn't matter when cp9 was established
0: but tom was going to be going to um you know uh ein's lobby but they, you know, died instead.
1: <laughs> uh, I thought he was. I thought he, they were still transporting him.
0: Yeah, but but Tom's dead. I think Tom died. Tom died, right? He got shot a bunch of yeah, times like he, and stuff. I don't I don't think he lived through the train.
1: Yeah, we, we get we don't. I guess we just haven't gotten confirmation of death yet, which is weird. We just saw that he got taken away.
0: No, uh, Kokoro Kokoro said that he's dead and that's why yeah. she's drinking. That's the confirmation of, of Tom's death.
1: No, no, no. She's... Uh, no, did you hear? Tom's dangerous disciple, Cuddy Flam, has apparently died.
0: Oh. But Tom's dead. Tom died. Yeah. Tom dead.
1: I, I assume he's dead. Yeah. I, with whatever, for whatever reason, he's
0: dead. He died in Ein's Lobby. That's how the government knows that the blueprint still exists and that they're with uh, Iceberg. That's probably how. Yeah, probably. Probably.
1: But anyway, <laughs> again, like, for why for CP9's establishment doesn't matter is... Bluto pulls out a, a phone that the boss, they finally got a connection to the boss and it's Spandam, Bom Bom Bom. Who, uh, we see that his face is half covered in leather due to having been, been beaten to shit by Cuddy Flam. <laughs> and he just can't wait to see him again. You just can't wait. <laughs> so I, I just can't imagine like him giving up. Like it feels like finding Pluton isn't CP 9s mission. It's, Spandom's mission regardless of whether he's cp5 or cp9 that's just like Spandam's thing
0: yeah this Spandom's thing and
1: that's probably why lucho is so bad with exposition this might even be their first mission
0: <laughs> <laughs> i never considered this as their first mission
1: <laughs> like what if they're just hella overconfident but then why
0: are there the rumors that like no one uh knows of cp9 And like anybody who had like, like like there's those rumors of CP nine. So this was their first mission. How would those rumors come about?
1: Well, the person who talks about the rumors is Kokoro, who we know is very observant. And she says it to Bluno, who she is always drinking with. So she's probably picked it up from him.
0: Ah, Bluno's also a blabbermouth. That's why he wasn't in Law. (laughs) He has to be a bartender. (laughs) Or else he would probably like narc.
1: And maybe he's just knocking with ships
0: man c p nine has some uh like not some good talkers sometimes
1: they're they're nine because they're actually the worst. <laughs> they're not like c p one God uh, <laughs> I like this theory I like this theory until we find out otherwise
0: hands down uh this is this is the confirmed canon until otherwise explicitly said, and I don't recall, nor will I attempt to recall if that is true or not,
1: yeah. Uh so yeah, uh anyway, Usopp's been here the whole time. So he finally steps in to say let him go, but then like Lucho glares at him, he's like, I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) It's like, oh, my apologies.
1: (laughs) My apologies. And Kaku's like, oh yeah, I who, you know, better Usopp, uh, recognizes him. So he's like, uh oh yeah, he's a straw hat. We should we should kidnap him. So Kaku just like beats Usopp up. And he gets to come to Iron's Lobby too. Yay! Everyone on the
0: train, let's go!
1: What are we gonna do with the ship? Uh, They just kick it off the dock into the ocean. And it's like, no, Mary! So we see like Mary falling into the ocean. A mystery tool we'll use later? A mystery tool we'll use later. We'll leave that for predictions at the end. Uh, So anyway, back to the Straw Hats. Uh, Chopper comes out of the fire uh, for Iceberg's Mansion. Carrying Zolo's sword like he's Sif from Dark Souls and he's got Polly and Iceberg on his back, uh, which I actually would love to see like Chopper in in, like his reindeer speed form uh, carry like going around, like attacking like Sif with the sword. That would be pretty cool. (laughs) That would be fucking sick. So anyway, Iceberg gets conscious enough to clear the Straw Hat's name uh, and he tells Nami about like what Robin's ability to read the Ponecliffs means even though Alabasta already happened 150 chapters ago, it's like this, this should kind of be old news, <laughs> but like because like the whole like crocodiles looking for a weapon thing like we already went through that, so I'm not sure why this is a surprise.
0: Yeah, I mean, did I, I don't know if like Nami no knew about that, though, right? Like, I don't know how much the Straw Hats tell each other of like the things they've done when the others aren't around. And even then how much detail they would go into.
1: I mean at this point it feels like no one explains anything. I mean, well, like, no, um uh Vivi uh knew about it.
0: Yeah, but like would they just go like, oh yeah, Nami, no, mean, this is what what's up? I don't think so. I'm I'm curious like how many people even know, like on the crew know the term Pluton. Or not Pluton, but yeah, Pluton.
1: Yeah. I, I kinda wanna go back in my notes from Alabasta to double check, but uh yeah. It, it, it's just more just like it seems weird that this would be like a news to Nami that, oh, shit, there's ancient weapons and poneglyphs uh, and Robins connected to them. Like, that was the whole reason for him to be yeah,
0: I mean, who who would have who would have told her? Like, I don't think Vivi that's a it's a state secret. I don't think Vivi would have uh, like narked on state secrets even to to her close uh, friends. Luffy doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> like we've seen how Luffy does not give a shit about most things. Uh, primarily like Arlong Park. Everyone's like, "What's Tommy's backstory?" Luffy's like, "I'm going to go take a nap. I don't give two shits about this." <laughs> and like Robin, I don't, I don't think Robin would have told. Like you know, she was new. She was fresh. She was skeptical of being a part of the crew.
1: She, well, she definitely doesn't tell anyone about the potongliff ship because she knows better. Yeah. But it's, it's more like I'm trying to remember if uh, Vivi said it like in front of everyone or not. So that's the thing I'd have to double check.
0: I don't, I don't think so, because everyone was so spread apart in Alabasta, especially at the end. And then when they're all back together, like the few days that they're together at post Alabasta war, like most of them are like resting, healing up, eating. There's other things going on Then their own exposition dump. Uh, Which I think is fun because then we get reintroduced to certain things because some characters probably don't know.
1: Well, I mean, I think I I think it got it it got introduced in like Lost Rain Dance or something. Again, well, I'm going to I'm going to put a note to myself to look this up between this episode and next episode. And we'll cycle back and cycle back uh, because I'm allowed to look backwards.
0: Yeah, you can look backwards. You should always be rereading one piece. I don't understand why you haven't. Oh yeah, because then you could answer these questions
1: (laughs) to yourself. Yeah, okay. So we're gonna start um, a second series where we're rereading the podcast, rereading One Piece, and we'll release it parallel. (laughs) Yeah, Resailing all blue. We'll release it in parallel. (laughs) Next month, (laughs) Uh, chapter one.
0: (laughs) We made that joke before we started recording too.
1: (laughs) I think we did too. (laughs) Anyway, um, we see the rest of Robin and Iceberg's conversation. Uh, From last episode, when asked why Robin didn't just like run away when CP9 showed up, apparently uh, Aokiji, after seeing them on Long Ring Long Land, uh, had authorized a buster call against the Straw Hats, an emergency order, which is an emergency order for five vice admirals and 10 warships. To, like, go after a crew. It's basically the equivalent of having a six-star wanted level in GTA.
0: Yeah, it's, it's send, send everything, let's go.
1: Yeah. So, Robin can, if Robin leaves the Straw Hats and pins them with, you know, the, quote, minor crime of Killing Iceberg, then they can get away with that. But, like, there's no way they'll get away from a buster call. So, uh, she, it turns out that she has a second wish now, which is for the other six Straw Hats to sail away from here safely, And that's the wish that when she was telling them that her wish can't come true if she stays with them. That's the wish, because she can't have them be safe and be with her.
0: Oh, Robin. No, sweetie. No.
1: (laughs) And so, yeah. So despite the imminent threat of CP9 getting their hands on the Pluton blueprints and causing an end to the age of piracy and putting them all out of jobs, (laughs) uh, Nami is relieved that Robin didn't betray them so yay energy now we know that we have to save her so our strength is infinite
0: <laughs> the power of friendship let's go it's a canonical power confirmed by nami
1: <laughs> yeah so uh we get a slight flashback to Sanji and chopper uh where we find that uh saji's been stalking the train station this whole time you know repeating the cool line where you know it's like real men can forgive the lies women tell that you know that line so uh This flashback is paired up with Sanji seeing Robin boarding the last train to Ainz Lobby. So uh, Sanji spies on a CP-9 agent Corgi and Robin like going over their plan and sees a screaming Usopp dragged onto the train uh, as CP-9 like dripped out with suits and like Luchi wearing a pimp coat. Yeah, get on the train. And like, again, for spies that aren't supposed to exist there's all these agents giving them salutes
0: yeah (laughs) and i love rob lucci's like this isn't a game look sharp and they're all dressed to the nines
1: (laughs) yeah again like terrible spies terrible spies and also
0: he's like everyone board the train it's like man lucci can you just not just tell people what you're doing at every moment. Yeah. <laughs> like go back to Ventriloquizing the Bird, please.
1: Like they look dope, <laughs> but they're also the worst the worst spies ever. <laughs> they
0: are the Do they have to be good spies if uh, every time they're around they just kill everybody?
1: Okay, but that's just how I play stealth games. <laughs> yeah. Like that's if- not <laughs> If you kill everyone,
0: <laughs> no one will know you were there. I feel like
1: I'm feel like i playing an early Assassin's Creed date game where I'm in the middle of Damascus and there's 50 dead bodies around me <laughs> and it's like, and now I'm incognito. And now I'm
0: incognito. Head down uh, praying and walking. Let's go.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, um, is like heading like to the station and trying to find everyone and choppers out finding Luffy and Solo and like luffy's stuck between buildings again and zolo is stuck in a chimney (laughs) and the waters of aqua laguna rise so that's that's kind of where that ends is we're trying to get the gang together and the train is going to be leaving soon yeah also how the fuck did zoro get stuck in a chimney i like to think (laughs) that he didn't actually like fall in the chimney but he got lost and fell down yeah
0: no like he clearly got lost and then just somehow got lost on top of the on top of a building because this chimney is not like oh yeah it's on like the same level of like the roof no this is like 10 feet above the the tip of the
1: roof like there's no yeah it goes it it is it is bigger than zolo like (laughs) it's it's taller than him and he's stuck in it with his like legs hanging out because he's upside down in it and yeah it's like it'd be you know hole in one on Lucio if he actually did pimp slap him into it but yeah. yeah also
0: in the sbs uh tom is not a puffer fish um i just like saying the joke tom is according to the sbs at the end of this chapter 360 uh they are a long-horned cowfish it's a type of fish that tom is fun fun fish fact the same in an aquarium <laughs> it's one piece what do you mean there's water everywhere it's like an open aquarium
1: that's an ocean.
0: Yeah. And we're going to get the all blue. We're going to meet Sanji at the all blue, the biggest aquarium.
1: That, that's just the natural habitat. That's like going to the that's like going to the savannah and be like, this is a nice zoo.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just a fr- it's a free range zoo. What do you mean? It's a free range zoo with no walls and no keepers. As as zoos should be. And for some reason, we're allowed to kill them and take it home. No, that's not allowed. <laughs> That's why poaching's illegal, at least most of it. I think all of it. I don't really know those laws very well.
1: Maybe you can kill like uh, one of those antelope thing, like the dick Dicks or whatever. Like maybe you can like kill those. I don't know. Who,
0: who knows? We shouldn't though. They're they're cool. We should They're pretty. Well,
1: it's like fishing for. It's like fishing in the all blue. Yeah, you you catch release. No, you're you're telling me Sanji isn't going to the all blue. To absolutely genocide it. And cook oh yeah every- to absolutely
0: deep fry some fish. Hands down. Hands he, down. He. Doesn't make Sanchi a good person though.
1: <laughs> he wants to make a sushi tower. With all the fish. All of the, the <laughs> ultimate sushi Ooh, tower.
0: That's that's really the dream.
1: <laughs> that's the true dream. Is the sushi tower. The all blue is just a step. It's like Luffy. His dream isn't uh, to find the one piece. It's become king of the pirates. The One Piece is just a step along the way.
0: Just a step along the way. <laughs> um. Man.
1: But yeah, so
0: these this reading, these chapters, what are your thoughts? How do you feel, especially about Frankie's tragic backstory?
1: Uh it, it definitely feels better set up than I anticipated for him to join the crew. Um, there's there's kind of the we're we're back again in the pattern of how we normally acquire crew members like again like alabasta and skype here are kind of anomalies this this feels like it comes right after logetown
0: yeah i'm i'm curious if uh well i mean we we all know that uh, alabasta was not uh turned out the way that it was not originally planned uh because Vivi clearly was not meant to be a princess at the get-go
1: it's like the android saga from Dragon Ball. yeah right
0: yeah uh, which i think oda made a good course correction i think having vv uh be a cool character that's obviously a true member of the straw hats just like Condoriano.
1: <laughs> Condoriano,
0: <laughs> i love that guy
1: he will return i believe
0: he'll return uh he's, he's just in cp1 right now right like he's clearly working his way into uh the government even more so clearly clearly <laughs> and then
1: we'll get johnny yosaku back too right uh they haven't been forgotten
0: yeah 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 they've uh they've they were forgotten
1: they were never part of the crew <laughs>
0: they were just like fr- zoro's pals and even then zoro's like who are y'all <laughs> but yeah the i i love these uh i love water seven so far i mean granted i've i love water seven completely period full stop
1: oh this has been an amazing arc um i'm like i'm completely floored that I was that I hadn't heard people talking about this arc before, right? Like outside of just Water 7 good is just like the the no one really seems to talk about the plot of it. Yeah, no. I always find I find it interesting. I mean, it's
0: kind of difficult without like talking about everything prior.
1: <laughs> I mean, you can you can talk about the arc. It's just uh, without talking about prior stuff it's just it's just very spoilery like there's no way to talk about water seven without spoiling it
0: yeah like of course there'd be you know you'd be spoiling it completely but like the context for a lot of it just is like hold on what the fuck's pluton you're like okay so an alabasta da, da, da. like you, you have to give some context for i don't stuff. think you have
1: to give that i <laughs> think you just say there's a blueprint that's a super weapon that's an, anci- there's an ancient there's one Piece has ancient weapons.
0: Yeah, but then it's like, oh, okay, and what, whatever. But the gravitas of it all, the deep lore, yeah. deep lore, deep lore. But granted, thankfully, One Piece can be as shallow as you want or as deep as you want. Because surface level, great shit. Deep level, uh, also great shit.
1: The the thing I'm curious about mm-hmm. is what what's gonna happen with Mary, and how do we get to Eins Lobby? Because I know we go to Eins Lobby. At some point, yeah.
0: I mean, we'll find that out in the next reading. Actually, uh, yeah. Where oh. we get a where we get our new crewmate that is not Frankie. We get a new straw hat that just appears out of nowhere. Super excited oh, for you oh, to meet a New them. straw hat, yeah. New straw hat. Very excited. They are the they are the best. One might call them a king. Actually, a king. Yeah. Um, for for those who know, they know. Um. But Matt, do you have anything else you want to talk about for the these chapters? Uh...
1: Um, I guess it's I. I feel like something's going to I feel like if Mary. uh, If they take Mary to Ayn's Lobby, Mary doesn't survive the journey and breaks apart there. But I don't know. I don't know how we lose Mary. I just know that we lose Mary. I don't know when Thousand Sunny shows up. Or how we get it i'm pretty sure frankie builds it so we obviously have to have frankie for that
0: yeah we obviously have to have frankie for that um i mean we'll get there soon i mean uh we'll get there at the end of vines lobby for all those answer for all those questions you have to be answered till then stay tuned
1: stay tuned all right then what is what is our our next reading oh our
0: next reading so um, we have 14 more chapters till the end of Water 7, and we jump directly into Ain's Lobby full speed. And we're going to split split these. So we're going to have shorter readings, so it's only going to be seven chapters. So we're going to be doing chapters 361 to 367. 361 to 367. All right. And man, I can't wait for you to meet our king. Better than the pirate Is he like king. king I... like
1: El- hmm? Is he king like Elvis? or no, no, no king no
0: king they are a king of some kind i won't say what type of king because then you know uh it'll it'll ruin the final panel of the final chapter of this upcoming reading for you
1: oh of the final chapter of one piece yeah yeah the fi- it really uh one piece ends at 367
0: uh which granted only 10 percent of the one piece but one piece kind of got canceled 10 percent into what it was supposed to be <laughs> yeah which uh,
1: <laughs> getting being over 350 chapters into one piece is kind of crazy.
0: Ooh, I think you're right. Like, we're we're at 360 currently, uh, soon to be at 367. Yeah. That's a lot of chapters. We've done a whole 360 around the ocean. We're getting so close to, to episode 50. So close. We
1: are.
0: We're four episodes away, and we'll be in Ayn's lobby yeah. at that point. I don't know if I don't think we'll be at the end of Vine's Lobby. I don't think it'll uh, unfortunately it will not line up that way. It would be so good if it did. Unfortunately, I don't think it will. But I'm very excited to get to 50
1: and then to 100 and then to 1000. <laughs> uh if we we're on 1000 episodes of Sailing Old Blue, I think we're we would be on our uh on that repeat tour. We'll
0: be on two piece.
1: Yeah, <laughs> on two piece. <laughs> uh
0: but let's let's get our tickets let's get on this train choo-choo oh yeah we're taking a train
1: choo-choo motherfucker <laughs>
0: chug it chug it i can't wait for you to meet our new uh crewmate our permanent edition it's so good
1: yeah sure permanent like uh like johnny like uh vivi